squad what is going on cannot believe that we are on week 32 of its sports i know we say that pretty much every week sarah but like it blows my mind every single time whenever i say the number of the week that it is when we hit a new like when it went from like zero to 10 10 to 20 now 20 to 30 it just seems like unreal like there's no way that we're in the 32nd episode right now. I literally feel like we're still newbies at this. So thank you guys for bearing with us mm-hmm. since the very beginning. We really appreciate it. I know a lot of our squad too has asked us like, are you guys just going to keep counting upwards until you get to hundreds? And it's like, I think so, because we're not really taking seasons or anything like that. Well, I think what we'll do is to so like a full year is 52 weeks, right? So we'll do like one through 51 in season one. And then as soon as we hit, or I guess one through 52 in season one, and then episode 53 will essentially be season two to season two, episode one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True that. True that. I like that. Well, welcome in you guys. First and foremost, stop what you're doing right now. And yes, I'm talking to you and go to Apple Podcasts and give us five stars on Apple Podcasts and make sure you guys give us a comment. <laughs> Sarah, wait, that's so perfect. Sarah's holding up a foam finger and you guys aren't watching this on YouTube. Yes, I'm holding up a foam finger because we're number one. You guys have to, and the Hornets are too. So we're both wearing our Charlotte <laughs> Hornet stuff today. So yes, go give us five stars on Apple podcasts, but also subscribe so that you get notifications every time that we drop a new podcast. But number two, while you're there, listen to last week's episode, which is why I'm holding up the foam finger, which is everything that y'all need to know about the NBA playoffs, the new play in tournament. And hopefully on Thursday, obviously y'all know we record on Tuesday. It is Tuesday, May 18th today. It will be dropping on Thursday, which is Thursday, May 20th. We will know whether the Hornets are in the playoffs by then. So they play tonight. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, like I said, go back, listen to our last episode. I think it's labeled everything needed to know about the NBA playoffs and the play in tournament root on our Hornets tonight, learn so that you can enjoy the playoffs. Definitely don't miss that one. You guys, it's really, really, really good. And especially if you don't understand the playing games that are happening tonight, tonight, you guys, well, tonight, meaning Tuesday, Tuesday. Yes. I know you're going to be listening to this on Thursday, but still listen because it's a lot of good information. But we now have a bunch of great information on the NBA Hall of Fame because that just happened last week. And I know there are so many questions that I had during it. Yeah. So that's why we're covering that this week. So first and foremost, Sarah, what is the NBA Hall of Fame? Yeah. So great question. It's actually not the NBA Hall of Fame. It is called the Basketball Hall of Fame. Okay. not just NBA players can get nominated and inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame. It's players and teams of the WNBA, the NBA, college women and men's basketball, Olympic and international basketball, coaches, referees, and contributors. Oh, wow. That surprises yeah. me. I know. So it's so not even just Olympic basketball players, Olympic basketball players and basketball teams. I think there's a team that's in the hall of fame. So it's not just, you know, American NBA. That is typically what you see, um, are the NBA players, the American NBA players, because if you're the best in the world in basketball, you come to America to play in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, there are other basketball players that are eligible that are international and Olympic players as well. And referees. 
referees and contributors and contributors, which I thought was like the craziest thing have, I, I Googled what the definition is. And a contributor is anybody who has made a significant, I'm putting this in quote marks, a significant contribution to the game of basketball. So James Naismith, who the um, basketball hall of fame is named after the museum itself is in Wait, the there's hall of fame. Museum? Huh? The museum itself. Yeah. So is there's a museum. Is that where they hold the hall of fame? Yeah. So that, okay. So there is a ceremony. There are awards, but there's also a museum where they have all of the people who have in, been inducted into the hall of fame, like under one roof, if that makes sense. So, yes. the, so people don't get forgotten about if that's you're right. Into the hall of fame, I guess that makes sense. You're inducted into the museum. Yes, exactly. So you're inducted into the hall of fame. You're inducted to the museum. People pay to go look at the hall of fame. I've never been, but I heard it's very cool. And where it is, is it? Oh yeah. So it's located. You took the words <laughs> out of my mouth in Springfield, Massachusetts, which is where this, um, it's a city where basketball was born. So that's why it's named after James Naismith is it was born in, in Massachusetts in Springfield, Massachusetts in 1959, no James Naismith was a physician who invented the game of basketball in the 1950s. So 1959, which is so crazy. Actually, so I looked up on this because I was just looking up who James Naismith is, Sarah. He uh -huh. actually died in 39. He died when? In 1939. So I was like, well, that doesn't make sense. How did he die in 18 or 1939 and invented it in 1959? And it was invented in 196 or sorry, 1891. Huh? He, <laughs> it was <laughs> the game of basketball was invented in 1891 by James. Okay. James Naismith. Okay. Got James, it. James Naismith. And he was born in 1861. So he was 30 something years old and then invented basketball. Like wrote this whole like rule book for basketball. And then like eight years later went out, went off to get his doctorate oh. or medical, uh, what do you call it? He got his physician's license. <laughs> God help me. <laughs> He's a physician. He was a Canadian American physician for sure. So anyway, dad's gonna hate me for not knowing that. I know. Sorry, dad. Our dad's a doctor. So his name is James Naismith. He created basketball at some point. I have 1959. Christine has the 1800s at some point. But anyway, yes, 1891. All right, cool. Whatever. He created basketball in Springfield, Massachusetts. That's the city where the bas where basketball was born. And James Naismith was the very first contributor to be inducted into the Hall of Fame in 1959. So contributors are kind of, it's cool because it, it means like anybody that gave their lives to basketball, even if they weren't a coach, if they weren't, um, you know, a player, if they weren't a referee, whatever, if you were a contributor and you gave your life to basketball, then you can still be inducted into the hall of fame. So like Dick Vitale is in the hall of fame as a contributor for being a basketball sportscaster, James Naismith, like I said, um, for being the inventor of basketball. And this year, the 2020, 20 inductee who is a contributor is Patrick Ballman, which is a, I don't know what he does, but he's a contributor. I have no clue who he is. <laughs> <laughs> he obviously gave his whole life to basketball though. <laughs> he gave so his whole life to if basketball. If you need to know anything about him, you just know that he gave his whole life to basketball. Yes. So, so how do you get nominated to be in the hall of fame? Yeah. So there are a few different stipulations that you are required in order for you to be nominated. Right. So players themselves, so the basketball players, 
have to be in their fifth year of retirement. So similar to the NFL, right? So five years out of playing um, and coaches and referees have to be in their 26th year of active coaching or in their fifth year of retirement. So like, you'll see like these veteran coaches be um, nominated and inducted into the hall of fame while they're still coaching. It's because they've been coaching for 25 years. Isn't that crazy? Let me me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Has Roy Williams been inducted in the hall of fame? He's been, he's the coach of Chapel Hill. I don't think so. Coaching for 33 years. I would think that he would. Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. We could do a control find on there's okay. So go to NBA.com. You guys, there's a list of every single person who's been inducted to the basketball hall of fame. And Christine, you've got to stop calling it the NBA hall of fame. It's a basketball. Hall oh my of fame. gosh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. It's okay. Yes. All basketball. Just think basketball is an umbrella, right? It's women's basketball. It's men's basketball. It's contributors. Yes. It's referees. It's coaches. It's blah, 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 blah. I'm going to stop saying it, but I'm probably going to say it again. Yes. And, 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 I, I was prepping with Travis. I was pre- prepping with my husband, you guys. And I was saying, I was like, there's so many hall of fames out there. He's like, yes, like colleges will have their own hall of fame. High schools will have their own hall of fame, but like the creme de la creme of hall of fames is the basketball, the Naismith Memorial basketball hall of fame. That is the creme de la creme, the highest individual award in all of basketball. And it's literally what every single athlete or anybody that is involved in basketball strives for that's like the that's the best possible award that you can get in all of basketball so let's just do like a real quick rundown of some of the big names that were inducted in the hall of fame this year because I turned this on and was just really looking forward the whole time to watching Brian's speech obviously he's going to be the most memorable that was inducted into the hall of fame this year but kind of go through some of the other big names. Yeah. So, um, it was Kobe Bryant. So obviously you guys, Kobe Bryant passed away in 2020. Um, and so his wife was there and had Michael Jordan standing behind her and gave a speech. And I, of course was crying. I have, you know, I'm not emotionally stable. I was crying before it even started because they were showing Michael Jordan and he was crying before she even started talking. Yeah. And I, you say that you don't have empathy, but like when I stare at somebody or if I'm watching something and somebody starts crying just like that, I, oh, same. Waterworks. I can't help it. Oh, same. I, I mean, okay. Watch someone cry and not cry. I say, I don't have empathy. I have empathy for things outside of medical. Like yes. if you, if you lose, if your dog dies, oh my God, call me. Let's oh cry my together. God, Sarah will cry with you. Oh my gosh. Yes. If you have like if you stub your toe and you say that you can't walk for two weeks, like I'm literally going to look at you and think that you have 10 heads and I probably won't be friends with you anymore. But like if something tragic happens and it's emotional, you break up with your boyfriend, you break up with your girlfriend, somebody passes away. Like I'm your girl. Like, let's go out together. I will cry with you. I will be like the best sob buddy you've ever had. I can't tell you how many times I've taken you up on that. (laughs) 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 I can't help it. I can't help it. Okay. So this year, of course, has been a little bit different because of COVID, right? So typically the inductees are inducted in the year 
that they've been inducted. That's a lot of the word inducted. But so like the 2020 inductees typically would have been inducted at a ceremony in 2020. But because of COVID, they not only changed the location, which like I said, is typically at the Hall of Fame Museum in Springfield, Massachusetts. Um, So it was in Connecticut this year, but they had to move the ceremony um, to this year. So we're going to have two induction ceremonies in 2021. One was from the 2020 inductees and one is going to be for the 2021 inductees. Does that make sense? Yes. So we already know who's being inducted into the 2021, but we just celebrated last week, the 2020 inductees. Okay. So who were in the, so Kobe Bryant was obviously part of the 2020. Inductions. Yep. So Kobe Bryant was an NBA player. Tim Duncan was an NBA player. Kevin Garnett was an NBA player. Eddie Sutton was a college basketball coach. Rudy Tomjanovich was an NBA coach. Tamika Catchings was a WNBA player. Kim Mulkey is the, is a college basketball coach. Y'all will recognize her, Google her face. She's been all over the news. She was a bait, the Baylor basketball coach. And she's the one who like gives the press like, like so much like yes. sass. Do you know what I'm talking about? She like ripped her yes. mask off and she's just like, I think COVID is silly. And blah, blah. do you know who I'm talking about? I do know who you're talking about because she had some words whenever Baylor, that, that call against the yes. Baylor basketball team. Yes. That's Kim Mulkey. And I keep wanting to say Mulkey, but it's Mulkey. It's M-U-L-K-E-Y Mulkey, Kim Mulkey. And then, okay. So Barbara Stevens <laughs> is a college basketball coach. And then Patrick Ballman is a contributor. And I don't know what he did, but he contributed. Oh, I honestly, like I, I did a lot of research on him. I honestly think he just like, I think he lived in South Africa and he passed away. So his kids were the oh. ones who were presenting it. He um, obviously gave his life to basketball, right? And he, yes. That gave his life doubt. to basketball. Yes. You just guessed that they gave their lives to the game of basketball. A contributor gave their lives to the game of basketball. So I don't really know what that means for Patrick Ballman, but rest in peace and very excited for you and your family to be inducted into the basketball hall of fame. So those were all of the 2020 inductees and those were last week. So this past week, um, May 15th, I think was the ceremony. Um, and yes, the biggest, um, speech that was given there was Vanessa Bryant, Kobe Bryant's wife. Um, Mm -hmm. and then the 2021 enshrinement as it's called, or the ceremony is on September 11th. That will be back in Springfield, Massachusetts. And like I said, because we're having two this year from 2020 and 2021, we already know who those inductees are. Um, and is there anybody in the list of players for the 2021 that is different from an, from a player and, or a coach? No, they're all, I'm scrolling through coach, player, player, coach, player, player, coach. No, they're all players and coaches. Um, so there's some teams that are like Olympic teams that are nominated or that are in the hall of fame too, which is kind of cool, but no, there's not, um, any coaches or anybody besides coaches and players for the 2021 one, but some players that you need to know about you guys, Chris Bosch, he's a player you should recognize his face. He played for the Miami Heat. Paul Pierce um, played for the Boston Celtics. He was the one who just got fired from ESPN because he was with strippers on live. Do you remember that story? On live? On Instagram live? <laughs> yes. What? What? Yeah, so Pull he- me in here. Okay, I honestly don't know the full story, but he- um, had like a bunch of strippers over. And I think the reason why he got fired was not just because there were strippers, but I think he was smoking the tree 
and I, he had strippers there, but they also were not following like ESPN's COVID protocol. Um, and so he got canned, I think anyway. And there were only like 200 people on the live, like, come on, dude, come on, Paul Pierce. Wait, that's crazy. So I he know. didn't get in trouble for smoking weed, which in most places it's legal. He didn't get in trouble for the strippers. He just got in trouble for not following COVID protocol. I don't know. <laughs> I think, like I said, I think all three of those combined, I don't yeah, think it was one probably. thing more than the other. I just think all three combined. And yes, there were only 200 people on his live. So but he's going to be inducted to the hall of fame. Yes, but he's going to the hall of fame. So another right. person you need to be looking out for. And then those are really like the two major ones. There's quiz quiz. Quiz. Chris Weber, who's a player and Ben Wallace, Quiz. who's a player too. Bevel. So yeah, Chris Weber. So yeah. Um, it's, it's like I said, it is the creme de la creme of awards that you can get as a basketball player. And it's very difficult to get nominated and be inducted because there's a 24 person screening committee. So obviously, like I said, players have to be in their fifth year of retirement, coaches and referee referees have to be in their 26th year of coaching or in their fifth year of retirement. And they have to be nominated by a third party. That nomination goes through a 24 person screening committee and they are charged with the vital task of continuing to be sure that new enshrinees or inductees are the finest the game has produced. So each nominee that makes it to the 24, per, 24 person screening committee has to have at least 75% of the 25 people, which is 18 of the 24 people vote yes for them to be inducted. And only 400, like around 400 people are in the hall of fame total since 1959. So that's just just kind of shows you how exclusive it is. That's amazing. Yeah. Cause yeah. I mean, watching it just last week, like they're, they let everybody give a speech because there's not that many people that are being inducted. Yeah. And it changes. It varies every year. It can be as little, you know, I think there's as little as like one or two people and it goes up to like 10. So it just depends on how many people um, are being nominated and how many people, you know, make it through the screening committee and have 18 out of 24 people vote. Yes. So you can imagine like how big of an honor it is for these players to be inducted into the hall of fame. It's because, huge. You guys, it is yeah. huge. So yeah. And go back and watch, listen to Vanessa Bryant's speech about Kobe. It'll definitely bring tears to your eyes, or at least it did to me. We um, need to um, plan a trip to go to that. I feel like that would be such a fun weekend trip. Let's it do would it. Let's, be so fun. Let's jet set to Massachusetts and just go. I love um, Boston. I, I don't even need, I mean, I guess I, Boston's really close to me. I could just take the Amtrak there. I wonder how far Springfield is from Boston. We'd have to Google it and see. That could be we, a fun trip, Christine. That would be such a fun trip. Let's do it. And okay. whoever is listening to this and wants to come with us, message us and let us know because we'll plan the trip. <gasps> so coming. fun. Yes. Okay, we're going. All right. Anyways, this is our shameless plug again. Go back since we're talking basketball. Listen to our NBA playoffs and play in tournament episodes. So you guys can know and understand everything that's going on over the next two months in the NBA world and the professional basketball world. And and go they are number 10 they are number 10 so one let me so if they lose tonight they're, they're out and if they win they play the winner of the seventh and eighth seed i learned that all last week i'm learning something with you guys squad Yay. 
<laughs> okay, cool. And we have to update you guys um, before we hop off on the Kentucky Derby drama. So the trainer, Bob Baffert, Christine, is mm-hmm. suspended from entering Medina Spirit into any New York horse races, which includes Belmont Park, which is the Belmont Stakes coming up June 5th. Um, he was, Medina Spirit was allowed to race at the Preakness, which is the second of the third second of three triple crown triple crown races thank you he came in third place but they're not allowing him to enter that third race in the triple crown um at why why would they let him i guess that's weird why would they let him even race the second one if they're not gonna let him race the third one i don't know i think while it's pending He's not going to get a triple crown anyways, because he lost the second right. one. So. Right. I don't know. I think it's more of just like a slap on a hand, the hand and anything else. And the trainer, Bob Baffert had like three or four other horses in the Preakness and they all had to get drug tested. They all tested negative, And so they were able to race, but he's like oh. in hot water for sure. Sucks for you, Bob. I'm sorry. I feel worse for Medina spirit. I mean, if it really was just a topical treatment, like he should know better. And I really don't think that that would like, maybe it did help his pain, you know, four days earlier, whenever he gave it to him. But like he, I would hope, I mean, obviously horses don't really have like human feelings, but I'm just like, I feel bad for the horse because if it gets taken away, it's terrible. They train him so much. And the reason he was giving him the pain medication was because he trained so much. Right. That pretty much all that training went out the door. It's like training for the Olympics and then getting disqualified right before you can compete. Right. Right. For sure. For sure. But it's like the Olympics, they're humans. They can inject themselves with whatever they want to inject themselves with yes, and horses take medicine. Can't horses can't make that decision for themselves. And so, right. you know, old Bob Baffert gave the horse some medicine that he wasn't supposed to have. So anyways, TBD on whether Medina spirit will test positive again, like I said, but he will not be allowed to enter any horse horses, including Medina spirit into, um, the Belmont stakes, which is coming up on June 5th. So lastly to the, uh, one of the Mets baseball players, Sarah, this is kind of transitioning over to MLB got hit in the face with a 94 mile per hour mm. ball from the Atlanta Braves mm-hmm. and literally broke his face in. Can you imagine getting hit in the face with a 94 mile an hour ball? I mean, okay. Y'all just, it my makes- mom, our mom used to do this to us. Do you remember Christine? She would put all of us in the car and beg us to put our seatbelts on. And we would be like, there's four of us. And we're very difficult to tame. We'd be like climbing over the seats or whatever, trying to decide who wanted to sit where. And she would literally just be driving up our street and she would be going like 20 miles an hour. She Slamming would slam on-, on her brakes and we would all like fly <laughs> forward. And she'd turn around. My mom's a boss. Bitch. She'd turn around and she'd be like, put your seatbelts on. And she would be like, I was only going 20 miles an hour. Imagine if I was going more. So that's what I think of when I think of miles per hour is like how just like a small number. Mom, your mom mom is also small. (laughs) She's so little. She's She's so little, little. but she was a boss. Yes. She would, I will never forget. She would take us into, so anyways, every time that I think of like miles per hour, that's what I think of is like just 20 miles per hour is like a bam. And so 94 miles an hour. Oh, no wonder why his face is broken. I would literally think it's, it would smash his whole face inwards. Yeah. So they said he has quite a few quote unquote nasal fractures. So I'm not really sure what exactly is broken, but I'm sure there's a lot, um, broken underneath of there, but the coolest part if there's any silver lining here is that 
because he got hit in the face with the ball, he got a free trip to first base, right? Which we've talked about mm-hmm. and the bases were loaded. So it's technically what's called an RBI, which is a run batted in. So he got like a, a runner home from getting hit in the face. So that's pretty cool. So if you're going to break your face, at least you got a point on the board. Okay. You got a point on the board. <laughs> silver lining here. Yeah. That's the silver lining. So good for him. Hopefully, apparently he's been tweeting. He's, you know, rest recovery. I'm sure he's going to need some sort of reconstructive surgery for his face, but he walked off the field under his own volition, obviously with towels wrapped all over his face because he was pouring blood. It was disgusting, but hopefully he heals soon. Proud of you for not fainting after watching that. Yeah, I know. Too many highlights. All right, you guys, that wraps up episode 32 of It Sports Sis. We love you guys. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, subscribe to our podcast, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye.